It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, uh, talking real estate around the UAE as we have done all of this year for you and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. And there are many more platforms to do that since the start of the year. But the year, as we know, it is drawing to a close. The mad, crazy dash is on at the moment, isn't it? As we bring you the most real estate podcasts with property news and information around the UAE every week. And it is a Thursday morning, the 16th day for November. And I hope your week has been a productive one, especially if you are chasing real estate at the moment and starting to run out of those days for the year. And coming up this morning, we are taking a look back at a few comments from earlier in the year and also a shout out to you for sending those emails that you send in with those questions and those talking points as well as all of that trending news and information from around the UAE in the property market every week. And just talking about the market, Dubai's property prices, now they have seen double digit annual growth since 2021. We know about that, but it is ranked as the fourth most active market globally in the luxury residential segment. In fact, Dubai witnessed 219 sales of homes above $10 million last year. That totaled $3.8 billion, ranking behind New York, Los Angeles and London. And the third quarter for this year, for 20 saw a 40.7% annual surge in sales volumes of residential properties valued above 10 million, reaching over 1.5 billion. That was for the, the third quarter. So we really are looking ahead to seeing what 2024 is going to bring. Don't forget to subscribe. We have so many episodes, all designed to help you better understand the constant evolving and dynamically changing real estate property market. As mentioned, we're having a little bit of a look back this morning and we spoke to Anna there in Florida. She's a real estate agent who is transacting with investors coming into Dubai. We spoke to her back in May when I asked her how she was discussing the Dubai property market with her investors. Yeah, I, I, you know, like I, I, when the investor coming with those questions, of course, we, we showcase then different projects around the globe. But when we showcase Dubai and we show then the numbers and I say, listen, if you were to invest it, that same amount of money, let's just to say that not even go that far, but just put it three years ago before COVID, before the war, you already would have a double your money. Like, because we don't know what can happen in the world, right? But like sometimes circumstances go bad in one place, then it's going good in the other place. And Dubai has been blessed a lot, like by everything that's been going on. COVID brought in great opportunities to Dubai. 
the war, unfortunately, uh, I, I know that's a sad thing, but the investors who are, you know, like with the, with the eyes on what to go next, they haven't been smart enough to bring the money to Dubai. That is not just about the real estate itself, but for the companies they are allocating to Dubai, they are relocating to Dubai, you know, the incentives. It's a lot of opportunity to talking about, you know, when we're talking about Dubai, about the investments in Dubai, that's a lot of opportunity. Why wait until tomorrow when you can start today, start build your empire today? Mm. Like if you have a start yesterday, today you already would have like more of your return of investment. Well, earlier in the year, we talked about business activities in terms of what you can and what you can't do in Dubai. And interestingly, from a listener back then, who was Lillian, she asked that very question. This was before she decided to leave Australia, move to Dubai, and who is now working as a real estate agent. And I put that question to Mario. So there are over 300 listed specific business activities allowed in the UAE. And uh, one of the, the major changes is that the law also changed recently, allowing sole owners without the need of a local sponsor. Previously, you had to have a local sponsor which owned um, sort of 51% of the business with, with you owning 49%. But to answer Lillian's question, and, and given she's an architect, if the business line is offering services such as consultancy, the business can effectively trade from inside or outside of the UAE. These services uh, do, do need to be registered within a free zone area, and there, there are over 50 free zones in the UAE. In this scenario, there, there's no need for a physical office. This would then allow the business to run from the residence of the individual, as, as Lillian was alluding to. Doing this would permit the business to have up to three visas. However, if she would require more visas, then a physical office would actually be required. To work as an architect would not need any special approval, but certain other services could do so, so it's always better to check, obviously. If, however, the business is trading, this is a different scenario that requires more work to be legal. If it's located within a free zone, it can only do business outside of the UAE or within that specific free zone area. However, if the business needs to trade within a greater area of the UAE, but still registered within the free zone, then it would need to work with a distributor that has a local license or the trading company basically would have to be registered via a mainland license. That would be the other way. This way, the company can trade both inside or outside the UAE. The company would then have to have lots of paperwork like articles of association, including the need, and this is different to the other part, the need of of a physical office. And for every 10 square meters of office, three to four people can get a two-year visa. The process, fairly simple. You register the company, followed by opening up the immigration file in order to get the visas. And only after that would would a bank account be able to be opened. But uh, for this to happen, the general manager of the company has to be a resident of the UAE. And if, for fees, in case he wants to know, you're looking at approximately $9,500 plus approximately $3,000 are the costs of the two-year visa. Now, each year, the there needs to be a renewal cost for the business license payable. And again, that's the similar towards $9,500. So a bit long-winded, but hopefully that's answered her question. 
Navigate the world of real estate like a pro with expert insights, opinions and trends to up your game and knowledge when buying your next property. We also earlier this year talked about the anxiety of missing out on a real estate property transaction and how people can get pretty miserable, even depressed about missing out on a real estate deal. So it always really does pay to just keep those realistic expectations in check when buying to keep your anxiety under control. That that can be a, a, a real problem, I guess, because sometimes you can think this is the perfect property and, and, and you miss out on it. But I'm sure there have been plenty of um, situations in your life where you think something was the perfect car or the perfect, or even if you're out clothes shopping and then you miss out or you don't buy it and then something else comes along that's adequate or even better. Yeah, keeping that perspective. Um, what happens when you get anxious is your thinking can get quite black and white and your thoughts can get a little bit catastrophic in their um, analysis. And, and sometimes you can start thinking in terms of this is perfect and this is not perfect. It's really important to know that really there's a lot of grey in between there and there isn't really a perfect property as such. It's Sometimes your mind can get a little bit black and white like that and that's just a symptom, I shouldn't say just, but that is a symptom of anxiety many times. Yeah, because finding the perfect property, it's like, you know, you're not going to find the perfect girlfriend or boyfriend. But it feels like that at the time when you're anxious or if you're in a situation where you've lost something that's been dear to you, at in when while you're feeling stressed and anxious, things can appear very black and white and you go, I'll never find another person again or I'll never find any perfect person like that again. And then, of course, you do. And uh, yeah, it's important to just keep that perspective. Yes, that is a great piece of advice. Keep the perspective when purchasing a property, no matter where in the world you are. Also, from earlier this year, we were talking about the growth of Abu Dhabi and some of the opportunities outside of Dubai that exist. I think just to build on what um, Steve was saying, the sort of transformation of Abu Dhabi over the last 15 or 20 years has been nothing short of phenomenal. Um, And when we ask, you know, investors and buyers around the world how they perceive uh, Abu Dhabi as a result of its transformation, uh, it was about 45% of them said that actually what's happened there now makes it a much more attractive place to invest in real estate. And perhaps unsurprisingly, the residential market uh, or residential real estate was the most uh, popular sector of, of choice. Again, when you sort of drift up uh, the personal wealth curve, uh, those with a personal net worth of more than 10 million US dollars, favoring branded residences um, quite heavily, uh, followed by the retail sector, which was interesting for us. And when it comes to budgets, um, in terms of how much people are looking to spend, we found that most have an average budget of about 2.8 uh, million US dollars to make an acquisition uh, in Abu Dhabi, uh, which is pretty high. Uh, although uh, in Dubai, as, as I'm sure you and your listeners are aware, we've seen uh, much bigger ticket prices and much higher average ticket price sales taking place more recently. But nonetheless, um, really interesting to see. And, uh, you know, to your point about people arriving in Dubai and taking a look around, 
and then realizing there's other opportunities in the UAE, we actually see that as one of the biggest um, opportunity areas for uh, Abu Dhabi developers, because the challenge has always been converting interest into an actual deal. So what we feel is there is an opportunity for Abu Dhabi developers to perhaps enter the Dubai market, uh, build a, a brand, a reputation, a profile, establish credibility, and then perhaps attract uh, some buyers into other markets who would follow follow that developer around. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Hey, enjoy your Thursday. As I said, the clock is ticking. Remember to email us. We love to answer any of your questions that you might have. Or you just might want to say g'day to us and tell us where in the world you are listening to us from. Our email address is dubaipropertypodcast at gmail.com. And if you don't email us, we won't know where in the world you are. Well, on Saturday... We are back with Matthew and his team with the Saturday morning property market update. No doubt plenty of uh, news and information coming up then. Until then, have yourself a fantastic Thursday. If we can carry on the trajectory that we've seen in the last nine months, you know, 36.7% increase in value with a 33.8% increase in the number of transactions compared to the nine months in 2022. You know, that's a staggering number, right? I think that when it's in the 30s in terms of growth, especially as you're coming out the other side of the pandemic, we know that Dubai has been a sort of very robust in the way it's handled that. However, these figures are just, uh, you know, super impressive. What are some of your friends at the moment in the UK market uh, telling you in terms of are they eyeing Dubai? Is Dubai starting to look a little bit more attractive at the moment? I think so. I think increase in taxes, cost of living, the weather's a massive one. But Real estate in the UK has kind of slowed down a little bit as things were feeling kind of less affordable. So, of course, it does make you look elsewhere. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.